Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. This week, there were a lot of matches for championships and with championship implications. I'm going to go through these matches in chronological order starting from the day they happened. We'll start Tuesday. Tuesday, the long-awaited triad match for the Cookies Fortune took place. James Booker, using Macho Manny, took on Yasmeen, using the Devil's Advocate Dan Williams, and Jeremy Steigerwald, using Practicite. James Booker got to be in the triad match because he won the Cookies Fortune Tournament. Yasmeen won the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament at Gen Con. And Jeremy Steigerwald won the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament at Origins. They face off in a standard triad match. The match goes all the way to crowd meter three. In the end, James Booker with Macho Manny wins. He's now the holder of the Cookies Fortune. The Cookies Fortune in the past has been used by the holder to cash in one time for any championship of their choosing. It may be a little different in the use this time. Not everything has been cleared up about that. Steve Resk did say on the last episode of Talk of the Universe, from what I remember, that the Cookies Fortune, when it's cashed in this time, will have an effect on hand size. I'm not sure what that's going to be. That hasn't been fleshed out all the way. But there's going to be at least that change to the Cookies Fortune. As far as any other potential changes to the Cookies Fortune, we'll just have to wait and see. But once again, James Booker, the current holder of the Cookies Fortune. Wednesday. There were two matches for championships. The first took place before Talk of the Universe. It was a match for the Trios Championship. The champion, Lucky Cat Nico, with Shovel Club, the challenger, the corrugated cardboard villain, Kylan Buchter, using the first triumvirate. This match only went to crowd meter zero. The winner... New champion, Kylan Booker, the corrugated cardboard villain. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to James Booker, if I forgot to say that. After Talk of the Universe Wednesday night, the World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Kirk Polka, the champion, with Chloe Mai. The challenger, a Neelan to be announced at the time of the match, ended up being the trash man, Neil Neelan who used his own competitor to the trash man in a no-disqualification match that went all the way to crowd meter four. The former Midwest Coast champion gave Kirk Polka a run for his money, but in the end, Kirk Polka retains he's still the LFF World Heavyweight Champion. The final match with championship implications from this week, Friday, there was a contender match. The current triad champion is Jacob Maynard. 
He has one of two contenders named Stu Rainey. This triad match was to determine who the other contender would be in the triad match for the triad championship. We saw Michael Nichols using the original version of Brian Cage versus Dan McGinn using the Devil's Advocate Dan Williams versus JVD using Various. This was a long match that went to crowd meter two. In the end, Michael Nichols wins. He, along with Stu Rainey, will be the two challengers facing Jacob Maynard for the LFF Triad Championship date and time to be named later. Speaking of date and time to be named later, the general manager for the LFF Hardcore Championship, Loudmouth Leo Larynx, announced when the next match for that belt would take place. Monday, January 17th, we will see the champion, Jeff McPeak with Pretty Boy Snow, put the belt on the line against the challenger, Kylan Bookter, using Big Daddy Bookter, the competitor made in tribute to his father. This match will be a psycho steel chain match, meaning that it will be conducted using both the psycho circus stipulation and the steel chain stipulation. I believe this is the first time there's ever been a championship match with a blended stipulation like this. Going from memory in a psycho circus match, at the start of the match, you search your deck for three cards and then put those three cards on top of your deck. Basically, you set your own starting hand. And then starting at crowd meter one, the crowd meter is considered to be plus two for your card effects. So at crowd meter one, card effects that are live at crowd meter three are live at crowd meter two, card effects that are live at crowd meter four are live, so on and so forth. In a steel chain match, at the start of the match, each player searches their deck for a steel chain card, adds that to their hand. During the match, when one player draws two or more cards, the other player draws two cards. When one player buries two or more cards, the other player buries two cards. I'm assuming the way these will work, at the start of the match, you'll do your search for the steel chain card first. Get that. Then you'll do your search for the three cards that you essentially put into your starting hand. While I think you could do it the other way, it doesn't make any sense to basically set your top three cards and then go get your steel chain card, which would then erase everything you just did. So I'm assuming you get the steel chain first, then you stack your hand. Again, that match will take place Monday night, January 17th. After 7.42 p.m. So could be 8, could be 8.30. We'll have to see. We know it will be no earlier than 7.42 p.m. That's it for championship news. Let's talk about the CCC. The first match of the first round of the 2021 CCC is in the books. The winner of the match, JAC. I'm very happy that this character that I've been stewarding has one. It's going to be about 12 weeks until round two starts. 
but I'm looking forward to that. I would like to have given you the vote totals for this match. I have reached out and requested the vote totals at this point. There has been no response. I don't have the vote totals yet. Hopefully I will get those in the future. I will report them if I can get them. But outside of just saying to all the competitors in match one, you were all great competitors. It was a great challenge facing all of you. You all did very well in the promos and posts that you put up. I'm going to go ahead and move on to match number two. Match number two will go live next Wednesday. January 12th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and run for two days, ending January 14th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. The four competitors in the second match of round one are Peppy Pepper, created by Joshua Bryan, Time Bomb Tim, created by Tim Creaser, the Master Strategist, created by Micah Swafford, and the plant-based bruiser created by Scott Mulholland. I've seen promos from everyone so far except for Time Bomb Tim. I'm looking forward to seeing what else they do between now and the time the match goes live. Again, like the previous match, you can vote once per hour. I'm sure that Patrick Mulligan will post the link when it goes live. He has currently posted the biography, so if you're interested in learning more about these competitors, SRG Super Show Discussion Group, hashtag CCC, should bring up their posts. And check those out and make your decision. Decide who you want to vote for. That's it for CCC News. I will mention this. I did see it posted that all the competitors in this match are competitors that do not have competitor sets in the game. Slight caveat to that, Time Bomb Tim is featured on the Trios competitor, the Firing Squad, and the Tornado Tag Team competitor, Red Wire Judgment. However, nobody in this match has a singles competitor in the game. And as I think about it, Master Micah might be on the Bootleggers Club. I could be wrong about that. I'm just kind of going from memory here. But nobody has a singles competitor in the game in this match. I just wanted to get that out there, make that clear, because I did see that posted, and I want to set the record straight. That's the CCC News, Rising Stars News. The top eight has begun. Let me give a quick refresher on what's going on in the top eight, and then I'll talk about the matchups. There are four types of matches in the top eight. The skill matches. All of the like 10 skills will compete against each other in singles matches. So the 10 skill power player will play the 10 skill power player. 10 skill technique versus 10 skill technique, so on and so forth. In addition, the tornado tag players will play, the trio players will play. These are all two out of three fall matches, one point per win. You do not lose points for a loss. Singles matches use the standard crowd meter, Tornado, and Trios use the same modified crowd meter they have in all the other phases. There are going to be three 
tag team matches. Each team designated a tag team A, tag team B, and a tag team C. And the like letters will square off. These are all one fall to a finish matches, two points per win. Each captain selected a third string captain. The third string captains will face off. One fall matches, two points for a win. Raven's Blood Cemetery matches. And then there is a Tornadoes Plus match. The two Tornado Tag Team players will face off and they will be accompanied to the ring by their singles competitor they're using in the match. And then this is just the standard crowd meter. No DQ, no count out. One fall to a finish, two points for the match. The matchups in the top eight are Impact versus the Cuddle Commandos, Dangerous Wool Order versus New Wield Order, the Armada versus the Higher Class, and Sinfully Sweet versus the Crime Wave. Impact has John P. and Mark Perry as Tag Team A, Google Docs Dan, and Colin Simon as Tag Team B, James Booker and Theo the Greek Neo as Tag Team C, with James Booker as the third string co-captain. Cuddle Commandos have Jim Sweeney and the other Steve as Tag Team A, the Frequent Flyer and the Aton Mambata as Tag Team B, and Jim Bias and Matt Nealon as Tag Team C with Chris Pagillo as the third string captain. Dangerous Wool Order has Kirk Polka and Candyman Dan as Tag Team A, Chris Payton and Sean Love as Tag Team B, Micah Swafford and Mallory the Destroyer as Tag Team C, Polka as the third string captain. New Wield Order has Mike Riot and the partners listed as Joel. I'm assuming that's Joel Hernandez, J-Train. We have, uh, at Tag Team A, Tag Team B is Jeff and Mac McPeak. Tag Team C is, I'm assuming, Bob Dunn, and I'm not sure, and someone named Alex. I'm not sure who that Alex is. Alex is also the third string captain. The Armada has, and I'm not sure who all these people are, James and Scott is Tag Team A. Simon, I'm assuming that Simon Strauss and Steve is Tag Team B. Bill and John as Tag Team C with John as third string captain. Higher class has, looks like, John McSchnur and Mysterious as Tag Team A. Bob O'Dell and Big Match Pete as Tag Team B. And Gropak and the Grump Danny Thunders Tag Team C with Funtime Bob as the third string captain. Sinfully Sweet as Candy Mam and the Philosopher's Tag Team A. I'm assuming Ryan McMullen and Yasmin as Tag Team B. And Jeff and Noel as Tag Team C with the Philosopher's the third string captain. The Crime Wave has Brian Schmidt. And I'm not sure who Myers is, but Myers as Tag Team A. Smith and the B.O.S.S as Tag Team B, and Mike Dippy and Paul Trejo as Tag Team C, with 
Steve Rask as the third string captain. Those are the matchups in the top eight of Faction Wars. The matches are due Friday, February 4th. They ought to be completed by February 4th, the day before the SRG award show. And since we're talking about the award show, since this is the end of the update for Faction Wars, let's talk about the SRG award show. The 2021 nomination ballot is out. Those ballots are due Friday, January 21st. You will complete your ballot and email it to John Clace at srguniverse.com. If you want to get a ballot on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook, there's a section called Files. If you click that section, that tab, it will bring you the post with that form on it. Download the form, fill it out, email it to him. There's a lot of awards on there. Breakout Star of the Year, Player of the Year. Best show of the year, might I suggest the Outlaw Mudcast. I believe there's a best musical performance, might I suggest MIA by JAC. And there are many other awards. Check that out. Make your nominations. And then send that in to John Clace at srguniverse.com if you want your nominations to be considered for the award. Those are the big stories from this week, some other smaller stories. I'll start with the one I probably should have mentioned earlier. There was a defense of the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championships. I don't know who the challengers were, but the champions, Candyman Dan and the Norsemen, retained at Crowd Meter 2. They apparently hit all of the finishes in the match, but they retained. There's been a new run of foils released, including a new foil-exclusive competitor, Ginny. These foils, including that competitor, are available in the new mystery boxes and payoff packs that are currently listed on the website under new items. I believe there's a 1 in 11 chance of pulling the exclusive foil competitor. There was also a full art deck put on sale. Wednesday during Talk of the Universe, where essentially you could commission a card in the deck. There were, I believe, six skill cards, cards 1 through 27, and a competitor set available. As I'm recording this, all of that is sold out. Bob Dunn, I know, ended up purchasing the competitor and the majority of the cards in the set. He did make a post on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook, asking who would be interested in having their competitor be featured on one of the full art cards. I'm not sure if that thread is closed, but if you want to get your name out there as someone that could be featured on one of those cards, I'd find that post and post there. I'm sure he'll be alerted and check that out. But that's out there. As far as what other foils came out, there's a great list of the foil cards and competitors in this current wave on the uh, srgpc.net website. Ant West does a weekly column recap of the universe where he recaps talk of the universe. He has that list on his post. So if you're interested in that list, check that out there. 
With that, let's talk about the matches from this past week. There were a lot of online matches this past week. We'll start like we always do, Monday night, Proving Ground. In this particular Proving Ground tournament, all of the matches were special guest referee matches with the cannoli, Anthony Perry, choosing the special guest referees. He was the curator of that list. The top four in the first Proving Ground of 2022 ended up being in fourth place, playing as the enforcer, the judge, Tim Riley. In third place, playing as X-Royce, Chris Pate. In second place, playing as public enemy number one, Ken Fouché, and the winner, Time Bomb Tim, Tim Creaser, as Captain C.J. Spar. There will be a proving ground tomorrow night as I record this, January 10th. James Sweeney of the Armada, that is Jersey James Sweeney, will be choosing the stipulation. That has not been announced yet. We'll just have to see what happens. But that is going to kick off tomorrow night. Thursday, we had another Chibi's Seat of Power tournament. This is Seat of Power number six in season two. There were 32 players in this tournament. Eight groups of four. Top two from each group advanced. In the first round of the top cut, all the matches were New York Rules matches. In the quarterfinal round, all the matches were dark matches. In the semifinal round, all the matches were Liger's Den matches. And the finals match, as well as the third place match, was played using the Buddy Beatdown stipulation. In fourth place, playing as Macho Manny, Yasmin. In third place, playing as X Royce, Chris Pate. The finalists were. Tim Creaser playing as Dirty Eddie, and Hold the Line Harry playing as El Super Ombre, the winner. Time Bomb Tim, Time Bomb Tim goes back to back in online events this week. Friday night, there is a pop up event hosted by the SRG BOSS. The James Booker Cookies Fortune Appreciation Snow Day Dimaganza. 36 players played in this tournament. A group stage, nine groups of four each. Top two advancing to the top cut. There were some buys in the initial round of the top cut. There were four players who had to play in. Two of the four would make it. These four Squared off in dark matches. That brought us to a round of 16. New York rules in the round of 16. Steel Cage in the quarterfinals. Ring of Fire in the semifinals. And then Sticks, Stairs, and Chairs for the finals. The finalists were Chris Pate using Halo King. And the Cheetah using the Man From IT, the winner. The Cheetah with the man from IT. Congratulations to the Cheetah for winning this event. There was another pop-up event Saturday night. I believe this event was hosted by Rowdy Ron and Michael Prestars. 16 players 
four groups of four. Top two advanced. Quarterfinals were Liger's Den matches. Semifinals were Raven's Blood Cemetery matches. And the finals were the new stipulation, the sketchy backyard wrestling ring stipulation. The top four here were Candyman as Candyman, Michael Nichols in third as El Super Hombre, Time Bomb Tim in second place as the one above all, and the winner taking it at crowd meter four in the finals, Brock Carson as the man from IT. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all the winners from this past week. As I am recording this, there is a pop-up event scheduled for tonight starting at 8 p.m. Unfortunately, I can't give you those results because this recording will be published before that tournament is completed. I will have to give that to you on next week's show. Outside of that, on supershowthegame.com, as far as upcoming online events are concerned, there is currently nothing posted on supershowthegame.com. We can assume there will be Dojo on Tuesday night. We can assume that there will be Proving Ground Monday night, even though that hasn't been posted. I would say it's also pretty safe to say that there will be another Chibi event Thursday night, if not Chibi, somebody else. But there should be at least three things you can participate in online coming up this week, possibly more. With that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.